Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and today I am going solo for episode 113. Um, so as always, I'm going to give some shout-outs to the top three cities listening to my show Number one is San Francisco, California. Shout out to everybody in California. Number two is Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Shout out to them. And number five, what am I saying? It's not number five, number three. I just skipped so many numbers right there. Uh, Number three is Panama, which is really cool now that my show is going international and everywhere in the world. So shout out to every international listener to my show. Now, today, what I want to bring up is an interesting thing in my industry, and I think this would do well both for, you know, the fitness enthusiast and the coach. So I've been in this industry for about eight years, and the one thing that's really interesting is that, you know, there's so many presenters and coaches and researchers, and they all have their own opinions, and you know, if you kind of fall into one way of thinking and, you know, everything sounds right and it makes sense to you and it kind of forms into your own opinion, that's okay. Um, but then when you start, you know, exploring every corner of this industry, you start to see, you know, almost like a cult-like following one way it's either this way or no other way. And I think as a coach, you know, I think you should explore all different types of avenue, different training methods, different point of views, different philosophies, read different types of research and kind of form your own opinion. Like I've been to a lot of conferences in my career and everybody has their own system or application to training, rehab or whatever. And a lot of it contradicts each other. And I think what you're supposed to do as a coach is to figure out what works best for you and stick with it. And then the next step is to be able to be open to other ideas. Because the one thing that's really shitty in this industry is that a lot of coaches are very close-minded. You know, you could meet another coach and, you know, start talking, getting along, and then you ask them, hey, what's the top five coaches that you follow? And they start saying names. Two scenarios can happen. They start saying names you don't even know. And you think of yourself as a, you know, pretty... Um, educated coach, you read a bunch of articles every weekend, you know, you've bought the latest DVD that Grey Cook came out with, and this trainer that you're talking to is spitting out names of coaches you've never even heard of, and you're like, okay, and then you start finding out what, what their training style is, and you don't really agree with what he or she does. You know, for the most part, I think for a younger coach, their initial instinct would be like, wow, this person's an idiot. 
They're wrong. I can't believe they train that way. Everything they're going to do is like will blow up the world and all their clients are going to die of injury. No. The thing you need to do is respect their view on fitness, their principles, and whatever they do because, you know, if they're making a living out of it, they're doing something right. You know, it's really easy to judge, be like, oh, you follow this person from CrossFit? Well, you're a fucking idiot. You shouldn't be training. It's like, oh, you do this style of training? You know that's so bad for X, Y, and Z. I can't believe I'm even talking to you. A lot of times, these coaches that you meet and they're confident enough to tell you what their training methodology is, they're probably so set in their ways that whatever you tell them is just going to go through one ear and out the other. You know, you can't, like that whole saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks applies here. But maybe, you know, down the road when that trainer goes to a conference four years from now and hear someone like Stuart McGill speak and they're like, holy shit, I can't believe I've been doing this with my clients. I need to rethink my process. That's what's going to happen. Sometimes you need, like, people forget that maybe they haven't, like, found that next thing that switches their entire training idea and opens up a whole new world to them. This kind of sprung on me because... Um, actually today, um, I went to my day one of my FRC certification and, you know, Dr. Spina, the way he speaks, he's very, um, he's very confident in what he believes in. And he made a bunch of jabs to like kettlebell people, CrossFit people and yoga people. They, he made fun of like everybody, but he's very confident in what he does And that's his methods and everything like that. And, you know, maybe someone who is a CrossFit person could disagree with him completely, but isn't a asshole of a human being to go tell him that, hey, you know, this whole FRC thing is bullshit. The right thing to do be like, you know what, I don't really agree with you, but this thing and this thing and maybe this thing that you brought up in this course would actually help me help my CrossFit clients do X, Y, and Z. So this is kind of how I view things. You know, like I've seen a lot of different methods out there. Some of them I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm pretty sure it's not supported by science, but you are servicing so many of these people that need help and they're feeling better. There needs to be something to it. And maybe you just like pick one little thing out of there. You go to an FMS course, you pick one little thing out of there. You go see Stuart McGill, you pick one thing out of there. You see Craig Liebenson, you pick something out of there. You see Charlie Weingroff, you pick something there. And now you have this huge arsenal of tools from all these great minds around the world. And now you can kind of create your own opinion and by meshing everything. This is how I look at it. You know, the more conferences I go to, I pick people that have their own systems in place. I want to see how they use that system, how they implement it with their clients, patients, whatever, and see if I can take one or two things and use it as my own and maybe down the road, you know, put it all together. So I think I told you guys when I was assessing my sister-in-law I use like a combination of different assessment tools that I just picked up along the way. And I think as a coach, you should 
go down that direction, you know, start having thoughts for yourself. So for me, when I first started, I would say the first four years, I kept my mouth shut. I learned as much as possible. I read, I listened, I watched over and over and over again. And when things started making sense, I started thinking, hey, this would be really good if I combined this thing with this. And that will make my client be able to do this, squat heavier, lunge better, correct their shitty deadlift form. They'll get themselves out of pain, X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever. And, you know, as a fitness enthusiast, like, you should find a coach that is constantly learning and constantly changing their mind. So one of the best advice I've ever heard in my life was from Mike Boyle, and he said that he pisses a lot of people off because he changes his mind all the time. The moment he reads something or sees someone speak and convinces him that the way that he's coaching is wrong, he will switch and change things up. And I think that shows like a really humble person and the fact that you can admit that you know what, the last year, whatever I was doing is completely wrong, and I'm okay to admit that, and I'm going to change my method here to improve this. And, you know, if your coach is doing the same thing you did last year, they're probably not the best choice for you. They need to be constantly learning. Like, there's always new research popping up. There's always something different out there that you could be doing, and I think this is why... Everyone should be going to conferences, reading stuff constantly, and following certain people in the industry to mimic what they're doing and, you know, potentially making their clients better. And, you know, coaches will have differences. I'm pretty sure if you put, you know, Gray Cook, uh, Greg Liebenson, um, Dr. Spina, and... You know, Charlie Weingroff, all in the room, they all have their own systems in place of how to get someone out of pain. And they might disagree with each other, but they're not at each other's head saying that, no, fuck you, man, you're wrong, you can't be talking about that, that doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. They can appreciate what the other person did and then just live their life without saying, like, God damn, like, that guy's an asshole. And I think... With our industry, there's so many coaches that have different opinions, and, you know, right away, one coach wants to call the other one and just judge each other, and that's not making our industry better. If you go to a conference and you start judging every other coach there, like, can't believe that guy's barefoot, what an idiot, or can't believe that guy's wearing Chuck Taylors, what an idiot, like, that's what coaches do, and it's not, like, a thing that just... It's so weird, like how people do that. And when I look at this industry, I want to make it better. So if I can find information that's useful and then put it out there for free as much as possible, I'm making my industry better. I don't want to keep it all to myself and judge other coaches that don't know what they're doing. I want them to get better because then they're going to help more people. You know, you're not in it by yourself. The coach that you see at the conference beside you, they're there to learn to better their clients. You're there to do the same. Why would you want to be in competition with them? Right? So I think the take-home message in this one is 
everyone's going to have a difference of opinion. But at the end of the day, if they're getting their client to lose 10 pounds, feel better, move better, get out of pain, then why are you bickering about training methodologies that really nobody cares about? As long as you can get a client from point A to point B without pain and get them to crush their goals, then boom, end of story, you're an awesome coach. And for all the fitness enthusiasts, ask your coaches if what the latest thing that they're reading or what course they're going to take. And if they're not, they can't give you an answer. Maybe you should look for another coach. Um, And the last thing I'm going to leave off at is if you are interested in signing up for my six-week nutrition course, you still have until tomorrow to sign up because on Monday, May 5th, it will start. We have currently 52 people who signed up. So thank you for all those people who are listening to the show that listened to my last episode. are like, oh shit, 100%. I want to sign up for your six-week course and get it done. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Make sure after you listen to this episode, you sign up for it to learn some realistic behavioral strategies to see some long-term fat loss. So click that link in the show notes and get yourself signed up and you will receive an email to confirm on Monday with the first focus to learning the tools for realistic fat loss for life. That is it for me until next week, you guys.